Consider the following, and some of the results you will hardly believe. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Living Full Kombucha podcast. My name is Lydia. Welcome or welcome back to many of you. This podcast is what I deem my verbal journal as I talk about my big old leap from the public school system to now commercially kombucha brewing. I have to say that really slow to make sure I say it correctly and really just to acknowledge that this is actually real life. (laughs) But our business is called Living Full Kombucha, thus the podcast name, and we are two years into this venture and this whole podcast celebrates the journey. And the journey or our eventual goal, I should say, is to open what we deem an inclusive kombucha tap room in our area. We're located in the United States, in the Midwest, in Kenosha, Wisconsin, and we would like to open an inclusive tap room that celebrates neurodiversity in the brewing space and provide work and job training opportunities to adults with disabilities, as well as provide as many fermented good-for-you type of drinks as we possibly can to our community and everyone else. So welcome. I'm so glad that you are here joining in today. Today, I wanted to just kind of riff a little bit. I came straight home. I was like, I gotta do a podcast. And like I mentioned in my last episode, I am being more consistent. And so I am pumped to be here with you right now. And to be frank, I have a lot on my brain, and this is how I process. I verbally process, and I verbally process with you. And I want to hear your thoughts on this too, if you'd like, but you're about to hear mine anyway. (laughs) But before I share what is going on, I want to share what I just cracked open. I say crack like a can. I don't even have a can. I got a bottle, but I popped it open. There we go. A little bit better. I am working on some really fun new things for the upcoming month. If you're listening in real time, it's almost March. And I've shared before that I like to rotate flavors and just really keeping it fresh so that more and more of our customers just get to experience new things. And really at this point, it's a lot of newness for me because I really haven't worked on a lot of these flavors and I'm kind of just going by the seat of my pants, it feels like. And I had a really fun idea for March that I wanted to just talk about with you here. In previous episodes, you've probably known that I have shared a lot and geeked out about hops. I'm kind of all about hops right now. I'm like really excited to play around with it. They evoke a lot of flavor and the nose is just so unique in a kombucha. And really you don't need very much at all to play around with to make five gallons of it. I specifically am using dry hopped pellets and I have been playing around with different tea bases and coming out with hopped kombuchas. Most recently, I tried a hop that was new to me, which really all of them are quite new. I've heard of them, but I haven't really played around with them. But most recently, I played around with mosaic hops. And I did one five-gallon batch of this. And hot dog, it tasted so darn good. I wasn't anticipating it to be so good. And really, it was kind of more of a test for me. But I figured, hey, this tastes pretty bomb. I'm going to take it out to the farmer's markets. And This batch out of all of my other experimental flavors, and I've done, goodness, I did like a list the other day. I think I did like 15 or 16 different flavors within the last year with kombucha. It's quite a bit. Some of them are bigger batches than others. But like I said, this is just a five gallon batch. I bottled it, brought it to the markets, and whoa, that was unexpected. We got 
awesome responses to this. This response that we got was unlike any other, being that we got calls about it, emails about it, and I had specific people asking for deliveries of this and when this was going to be back. So this was just obviously an indicator that I need to make more of this, but at the time, I was trying to keep up with our anniversary kombucha new batch that they didn't even know existed yet, and I was just trying to make that with the fermenter space that I had, as well as our first seasonal of the year, Grounded, which is a turmeric ginger orange has been super hot lately as well. And so trying to balance that with all of my flagships and wholesale accounts, I really just didn't have any more wiggle room to really play around with the mosaic hops. And so I told everybody, you're gonna have to wait on this flavor. And so everyone has been patiently waiting and I thought, ooh, okay, why don't I just go completely all out on hops this upcoming month? So hear me out. This is what I'm gonna do. It's totally wild and crazy and I don't even know if it's gonna work, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Instead of just doing one seasonal flavor and like, for example, just doing the mosaic hopped kombucha, I'm going to go for four. Yes, four hop kombucha flavors. <laughs> I don't know what the heck I'm thinking either, but I'm going for it. And like I said, I'm flying by the seat in my pants, it feels like. So I decided to do a four pack hopped series. And okay, hear me out. It's almost spring. March is spring. Hopped bunnies that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you're following me. I'm totally into this. And really, I don't know a lot of crazy awesome things happening in March. And I didn't really want to make a green kombucha for like St. Patrick's Day or something like that. I thought it'd be really fun to do a hop series. And so I would like to do a different type of hop in every single flavor. So in true Lydia fashion, I went to the best source, the Google, and I Googled what goes with this hop and what is this hop and what is the nose of this? And then we actually at the brewery, they have like a hop chart up and it kind of talks about the flavor notes and the aroma and other things that I don't know how to read yet, but I'm learning. And then I did ask some of the people at the brewery what they thought too, but here's what I came up with. One, I already know Mosaic is like, yes, this one works great. I'm not gonna change anything about it because it was such a hit. So that is number one. Number two, I did back in June a hopped kombucha for the first time and I did citra hops, which a lot of you are very familiar with citra hops. It's one of the most well-known hops and it has flavor profiles of like citrus fruits, excuse me, pineapple, citrus, things like that. So I'm gonna do a citra hopped one and then I'm gonna play around with adding in some fruit and real moment, I was on northernbrewer.com. This is actually where I sourced my hops if anyone is familiar or curious. But Northern Brewer was having a sale and I already had to replace one of my bottle washers because cheap parts, not Northern Brewer, I'm not ditching them or anything like that. They're, they're awesome people. But that fast rack bottler that I've been using, there was a piece that broke off. Basically, I can't order the piece, so I have to order a whole new set, dumb. But if I spent X amount of money, they are giving me $20 essentially for free. So I'm like, oh darn, there's all these one ounce hopped like pellets that I could buy for really cheap and essentially I could just get all of my hops for the month for basically 20 bucks, which is amazing. So I just looked at the profiles that they had under each one and I ordered a little bit more of the mosaic and the citrix, I already know those worked, but I went ahead and got one ounce baggies of Simcoe hops, S-I-M-C-O-E, as well as Zappos hops. And I hear that's from Australia. I need to do some more digging on this. But Simcoe hops is said to have some more of like a citrus flavor, but also pine flavors. And Zappos hops is a lot more earthy. 
And please correct me if I am wrong. As I state in every single episode, I am a student. I'm not telling you what to do. It's a come with me type of journey. I could just be reading this on the Google and it'd be totally wrong. And the way it presents in kombucha is totally different. This is a science experiment of my life. (laughs) So I just pick those based off of, they'll sound really cool. And I decided to go ahead with the Simcoe hops to add blood orange to it. Because like I mentioned, it says that it's going to be kind of citrus forward. So I'm going to add some more citrus to it. And I've been getting tons of requests for blood orange from customers. I'm like, fine, 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 fine. I'll do it. Blood orange and Simcoe hops. And Zappos, I am going to pair with some herbs this time. I'm going to do hibiscus and lemon balm. And all of these have a green tea base. You've probably noticed I've talked about green tea is kind of like my favorite canvas to paint on when I am brewing. So I'm just really excited to see how these hops play out. But I'm kind of close to the new month. And usually what I do with my customers is I will debut a new flavor of the month, obviously at the first of the month. That's like in five days. And I haven't tasted all of these quite yet. I only have right now my citra hops that I'm sipping on. And that's really good. Like I'm really digging this like beer-esque but still tart kombucha flavor profile. It just really goes well together. Really enjoy that. But I have yet to try the Simcoe hop as well as the Zappos hop one. And what I did was just to experiment, I kind of went balls to the wall with it in a sense because I did a two and a half gallon. So I have a five gallon corny keg. And what I did was instead of just going all in, trying out these ratios, I went ahead and split the batch in half. So two and a half gallons are flavored with the blood orange and Simcoe, for example. And then the other batch is flavored with that. And then I'm going to try this in three days kind of that sweet spot that I found that I really like the flavor profile after a few days of it infusing in the cooler. But just to go back, like it's already March and I don't really know what these are going to taste like. I have a kind of idea, but not really. And I just feel like it's all going so fast and we're getting so big and I'm just not ready yet. And that's actually why I wanted to come on here today and just process a little bit because Is it a thing to grow too quickly and to be going so fast that you just can't catch your breath? (laughs) I just feel like that is a theme. And I wanted to break that down a little bit in today's episode, just for a little bit. So what I mean by growing too fast, I feel like every time I get something new, I will try it a couple times, but sooner than later, it feels like I have to learn something else that's really new. and the demand just continues to go up. And this isn't me complaining, it's just me contemplating, okay? This is, again, just me processing here. But I don't know if there's like this sweet spot that I just don't know about as a baby entrepreneur that am I growing or processing too fast that I, one, am not enjoying the time that I'm in? Like I, I enjoy the business, don't get me wrong. Like there's so many aspects that I love, but it's almost like going too fast that it's almost hard to catch my breath in the midst of the journey itself. Like so much is changing when I kind of just figured out a system. Okay, that's super vague. Let's break this down and give an example. So let's talk about my brewing, for example. We started at the beginning of last year, like March of 2022. We got our trays, our symbiosis fermenters. Well, fast forward to December, and like I mentioned at the end of my last episode, we just purchased uh, four 200-gallon fermenters that are a different size, obviously, (laughs) in volume, but also in how they look. They're cylindrical, and I don't know 
how do you, what do you call them? They're not squares like symbiosis fermenters that I've been so used to using. And it's a total flip-flop and essentially how I'm going to brew. And I'm going to dedicate probably a few episodes or at least one mega episode towards how I am figuring those out because I'm still figuring those out. Like today was like one of the first days I actually used it real life. I'll tell you why later. But I feel like if we were talking about the brewing, like I just somewhat figured out the trays that I got my flow down. And now I got to change kind of my whole brewing practice because, well, the demand is there. We need to make more product. And to make more product with the space that I have, this is the most logistical way of doing that. But it's just also new. And is there a sweet spot in which I can, you know, develop and foster a product good and stay consistent? Or is it really just entrepreneurship that I fly by the seat of my pants 24-7? Like, I just don't know. (laughs) Today, I actually felt like it was a great day. Honestly, I had a fantastic day at the brewery. But what really made me feel really proud of myself is that it was learning all new things. And that's really to accommodate this growth. And so I just was attributing, hey, like, good job, Lydia. You tried something new. You might have not aced it, but at least you tried it. And I just don't know if this season is normal. (laughs) The Google doesn't tell me. And I'm growing my network of people that I know that are specifically in this industry. And goodness, I've met so many of you through this platform, which is really encouraging as well. Maybe you could share some of your feedback with me. I would love, I always love to hear from you. But it is an interesting spot to be in. I'm trying to savor it, but it's like I'm going so fast that, or at least I'm deeming I'm going too fast, that am I actually able to savor it? Am I actually putting out the best products that I can? So going back to my seasonal hot flavors, like I have the best ideas of what I want to do with the hot flavors, like the labels, everything. And right now, you know, we have such a small team. We are wearing many hats. And so I'm the one creating the label, you know, making the kombucha. I have someone bottling it, which is really, really helpful. But obviously like marketing it and social media and just executing it exactly with the ratio of hops. I don't know if I'm going to hit that right on the nose. And I'm not quite sure at what point do I acknowledge with myself, well, you are growing, like this is just part of it. Or is it like, I'm going to say halt and try to grow with what I have right now. You know, when we had first moved into the brewery at Public Craft Brewing Company, where I am currently brewing for, gosh, a year and a half now, time flies. um, We had said, when we get the trays, we are going to brew and save up money and capital. And then we're going to go hopefully move into our next space. Well, it turns out that, well, one, inflation is nutso. And two, just learning how to grow a company in general, that wasn't really realistic for the amount that we were producing. And we realized pretty quickly that we would have to make a lot more kombucha sell all of it, of course, and the shrubs, you know, it's part of it as well, before we're actually able to uh, grow well smartly if that makes sense heck that didn't even make sense to me rewind let's try that again basically what's happening i like to be extremely transparent is that with the trays that we were having in our capacity we're right under five barrels if you're curious okay what we were producing and selling basically is exactly how much it takes to make and sell the product okay just keeping it transparent I'm not even really paying myself right now. I keep giving little inklings on that too, okay? But for growing a business, you're gonna need some more income. And right now, the business is essentially paying for itself. In the past, we've dipped into our own savings. Obviously, we were investing in our company. But right now, it's essentially what we're making right now pays for what we're doing. And if we need to grow to that next threshold, we're gonna need to grow our production, which costs money. 
And I just don't know how fast is too fast, you know? And what is a smart thing financially? There's so many things I haven't done for the very first time. So as you can probably hear in my voice, I'm spinning. (laughs) I am spinning. And I'm not freaking out. You know, I hope you know this. If anything, I chose this journey. And so I'm excited to be here. And that sounded really, really convincing. I'm excited to be here. I'm just spinning out because I just wish that there was a manual, but that's part of the journey as well. And that's why I love coming on here is because I'm just sorting it out with myself right now. It's just me in my head and you just get to come along on the journey. So I'm I'm honestly probably just going to leave it here for today. That's kind of where I'm at. Do I grow too fast? Do I just go with the flow? Is the flow going to lead me to where I need to be? Probably. I got to be optimistic. I've been optimistic and it's all worked out until this point. But my goodness, this growth or what did they call it? Growing pains, which I never really associated pain with growing. Okay, maybe like a little bit when I was a lot younger and I was actually like stretching my body out and like growing taller, I guess. But growth for me, it more seems like is one boob going to be bigger than the other one? (laughs) You catch my drift? It's like, I don't know. It's all going to work out. I know it will. It just, I don't know at what rate and at the end of it, will it look okay? So anyway, welcome to my zigzag journey, which I knew I was going to get myself into. It's just now that I'm in it real time, it's just interesting to be processing these thoughts. And wow, like the one reason I'm feeling this way and feeling stretched as I grow is because the demand is there and we've created something that people want that grows us. Like, holy freaking wow, pinch me moment and thank you. Just stepping back, even being here today with you, has been really helpful for me. And I appreciate you taking the time to listen in. I'm going to keep growing. It'll probably be a little too fast. It'll probably always be too fast because I'm stepping into something new. But I got to applaud myself for doing that. And I'm going to applaud you for doing that as well. Because I know you are doing awesome stuff in your own life. And I want to hear about it. Have you ever felt like you're going, growing and going too fast? (laughs) Let me know. I love hearing from you. If you would like to reach out to me, you can reach me on my personal email at livingfullkombucha at gmail.com or a lot of you have been sending me some DMs on Instagram, livingfullkombucha. So thanks for listening today. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and until next time, be well and cheers.